What's up, freak bitches? Hey, no, I just wanted to say that. Uh, what's up? It's the Open Mics Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Olin, talking about some open mics. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to too much Joe Rogan this past week, so that's why I wanted to do that, man. Um, yeah, it's uh, October 22nd. Uh, you know, last week, I, I feel like I got my shit together a little bit last week, you know? Um, sometimes when you deal with, uh, challenges, they can force you to elevate your game a little bit. So, um, I feel like I was able to do that in a way, um, I, for a couple of, we'll just, uh, we can, we can run through the mics here in a second, but, uh, yeah, I just, I, I tried to get my shit back together from a variety of different standpoints from my diet, working out, um, material, on stage shit, you know, just, just making sure that I really try to try to focus on the positive things that I do in my life. Cause I think we all have things in our life that we're like, okay, these are good things that I do that when I do them, I feel good. I know that they contribute to my success and all of those things. So I try to focus on those things. Um, and I think it turned out, uh, turned into a pretty good week. So, um, let's go, let's go, uh, talk about the, the mics. So last Tuesday, um, I did punchline, the punchline comedy lounge. It was a, a farewell show for a good friend of mine, Justin Essenmacher. He's going out to LA. Uh, he, so he was the, he was the feature act for that show. Um, and I wish him the best of luck. He's, you know, if, if Justin, if you're listening to this, I fucking love you, man. Um, Justin is one of my, one of my best friends in comedy. He's one of the first dudes that I really met when I started doing comedy, uh, who was like, you know, nice and friendly to me. Um, and he was also like, you know, he was one of the, the new comics out there doing black rooms. So, you know, him and Andrew Magrita and Justin Haig, uh, they used to just, you know, we were the only new comics really doing black rooms consistently. So we would always see each other and, you know, just kind of became friends and we're all fucking idiots. So that probably helped, but, um, yeah, so I wish you the best of luck, Justin. Um, I talked to him yesterday. He was in Oklahoma or something. He's driving out to LA. So he was in Oklahoma or some shit. He didn't know where the fuck he was. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know where he's going to end up tonight. Um, I think he's probably going to be in Vegas tonight and then L.A. Uh, tomorrow. So, yeah, man, that was cool. So, yeah, that was Tuesday. Went out to Punchline. It was a great crowd. I had, a, you know, I did okay. I was still kind of in my feels and all that shit. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't rip it. I didn't murder it. But apparently I saw uh, someone last night recognize me from Punchline. He's like, you were at Punchline last Tuesday. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. Um, and he was like, yeah, man, you were super funny. I was like, oh, thank you. Because he, he just pointed at me. I was at Baker's last night and uh, he, I was going out to smoke and he was walking in the door with his uh, with his wife, I believe. And he, he was just like, hey, I, last Tuesday, I was like, well, what was last Tuesday? I don't remember what last Tuesday was. He's like, Punchline, you were hilarious. I was like, oh, thanks, man. I didn't even think I had that good of a set, but. It's always nice when someone recognizes you from a show. Uh, so that was cool. But yeah, Punchline last Tuesday was great. Um, then uh, then Wednesday, I went and did the Town Pump downtown Detroit. Brett Mercer hosting that show. That's a fun show. Talked about it before on the podcast. So that was a good one. Uh, Thursday, I got to feature uh, at the Independent Comedy Club. They had a going away show for the Hell Yeah Tour. Um, got to do that. And then afterwards uh they did uh so at trixie's in hamtramck it's a bar in hamtramck they do uh i think once a month there's a thursday showcase called the comfort zone 
um, that's hosted by Jason Brent. So he had a comfort zone show that Thursday, last week, Thursday. And then afterwards, a lot of times what he'll do is have an open mic. So he'll post, hey, comfort zone tonight, late night, open mic afterwards, you know, if, if there's comics there. Um, partially probably as a way to just get comics to come and support and all of that. And I, uh, so I went over there after the independent and, uh, I watched the end of the comfort zone show. I watched Diana Graham. She closed it out. She's by the way, Diana Graham is hilarious. I think, I don't know how long she's been doing comedy, but it's, it's, I believe less than two years. I don't want to, I don't want to fucking lie about that, but she's very new and she's very funny. She's very comfortable on stage. Um, she has that I don't really give a shit attitude that I think a good comic needs. So, um, yeah, she's fucking she's hilarious. And she so she was closing out that show. And then afterwards, there was a, you know, a little delay. And then the open mic was going to start. And uh, the only two people who signed up for it were myself and Noah Chap. Uh, Noah Chap is. I don't want, I don't know if he's deadpan. He's definitely like a like a one liner type comedian. He has a lot of. Uh, quick hitter jokes that are hilarious, man. He's got, um, he's got some real, I don't want to ruin his material, but he's fucking hilarious. Um, and he ended up hosting against his will. So he went up, he did his five minutes and then he brought me up and there were like three, four people in the bar, not really paying attention, but they were there. And, you know, if you said something funny, they would laugh. And I go up there, I just start, you know, just talking, working out some new stuff, kind of just talking shit. And I realized at one point I was like, I'm not going to get a light. There's no one after me on the list, like, because I I definitely had gone over five minutes at that point. So I just kept going and uh, well, I was just kind of talking to the the couple people who were at the bar. And I had, you know what? I ended up doing 25 minutes. I had fun. I got some laughs on some shit that, you know, I think can turn into bits. So I think a lot of comics are scared of just going up in front of a bar uh, who, you know, a couple people at a bar who really don't give a shit. It's like, yeah, but you can, you can find humor in that. Like if you can make two, three people, depressed people at a bar laugh at shit that they didn't even think was comedy. It's like, yeah, okay. You can do it then. Then you can make a hundred people laugh. If you can make three people laugh, you can make a hundred people laugh. Cause it's easier to make a hundred people laugh cause the laughter is contagious. So, um, but yeah, that was Thursday, so I, did, I got a fuckload of stage time there. That was cool. Friday was my birthday. It was my 26th birthday. Um, so yeah, birthdays are always a little emotional, but I had a I had a uh, a pretty decent day. Um, I did that night. I did the uh, the Heart You Not Heart to Heart Relationship Talk Show hosted by Tim Ot. If you never if you never heard of it. It's a, it's a relationship talk show where there's a panel of um, supposed experts. I'm on, I was on the panel too. And, uh, you know, it's just the audience can ask any question they've ever wanted to about sex or relationships or anything like that. And I was, uh, I was, uh, I was on the panel and before they always do a little bit of stand up beforehand. So I got to do, I did like 12 minutes before, um, no microphone, but a very small intimate setting. So it was still I was still able to get laughs. And that's, again, it's just another way where you can be like, if I can make people laugh in this environment, I can make a theater laugh. You know, if you can make a, a little bar laugh, or if you can make a, uh, you know, a group of people who are prepared for a relationship talk show laugh, then yeah, you can, you know, you, then you can do it. So um, that was a lot of fun. And then afterwards, I had my birthday roast at the Independent Comedy Club. And uh, yeah, turnout for that sucked. Nobody, nobody came to the birthday roast, which I don't really give a shit because the comedians who I asked to show up 
for the most part showed up and uh we just had a good time talking shit tim rayburn fucking killed it he's a comic from canada who roasted the shit out of me which was a ton of fun um he was really good at it man and then ej watson hosted it <clears throat> excuse me he hosted it uh last minute ad like last minute host uh, he was he was supposed to be on the roast but uh yeah i asked him last minute can you host it because i didn't I didn't plan it out very well. So he hosted it. He had a lot of really good jokes written and he, he got me pretty good. So that was fun. Um, yeah, you know, it was just uh, Mark Poindexter and his wife, Terry were there. They were, you know, they were Brennan Charles was there, Nick Kelly, um, the producers of the independent comedy club. They were all there, not all, but you know, they were there and I appreciate them letting me use the space because, you know, I just, I just kind of wanted to get some friends together and talk shit. And, uh, that's what it was. So it was fun. Um, yeah, that was Friday and Saturday, uh, Saturday, man, what a fucking day. I was trying to figure out where can I get some stage time tonight? Um, I had already gone over my 60 minutes for the week, my, my 60 minutes of stage time. So it's not like I needed to go up, but I just, I had that feeling inside like, ah, I gotta, I gotta get fucking up. I was fiending fiending for some stage time so i fucking um i drove down to the independent comedy club and i wanted to see if i could try to get a guest spot on the main show but it didn't look like that was gonna happen so then i drove over to starters on uh plymouth road on the west side of detroit which is about a 15 minute drive from the independent over to starters i get to starters and find out there's no show going on that night so i was like fuck i drove all the way over here and it's not like it was all the way but it was still a fucking 15 minute drive for nothing. And then uh, I was like, well, what am I going to do? I guess I drive back to the independent and do the late night open mic, which I did. Did my three minutes, had fun, got some laughs, which is what it's all about. And then uh, Sunday, 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 I did uh, the cave open mic, little coffee shop, bought some stuff, bought some coffee and a little croissant sandwich. Um, try and support the business. And that was fun too, because <laughs> it's literally four comedians, no one else in the, it was four comedians. There was a dude listening to his headphones in the very back of the coffee shop who was just there for coffee. And then there was the guy working there. Um, but it was fun, man. I still had fun. I think we all got to work out a little bit of stuff. So it was, it was me, Jeff Ford, Diego Atanasio, and then Brennan Charles hosted that. So Brennan Charles, by the way, also very, new to the game, but, um, very funny, you know, like he's, he's, he's got good stage presence, good flow, uh, good joke writing, um, ability. So another, another funny guy. And he wrote some really good roast jokes. He came to the roast on Friday night. He wrote some really good roast jokes in a very short amount of time. Like he wasn't prepared, like he wasn't supposed to be on the roast, but he just showed up and I was like, you want to do it? And he's like, yeah. And he roasted the shit out of some people. So that was, that was fun to see. Um, so yeah, that was Sunday. Then Monday, yesterday, I did. Uh, I was at Baker's, like I said earlier, just trying to trying to get ready for the Amazon Prime taping on uh, on Friday. So uh, I did Baker's, and then New Way after that. So yeah, got a. I did. Oh, what do we do? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, uh, nine sets since since the last episode. Um, so it was a productive week. Um, the other thing I, I wanted to focus on, I don't my phone, turn that shit off. Um, you know, I knew that I had to, well, let me just get, we'll rewind a little bit. So like I talked about on the last episode, my girlfriend Genevieve, 
she's in the mental hospital right now, and uh, she's supposed to get out today. I just spoke with her before this podcast, and uh, she's she's supposed to get out today. That's what her social worker said. So um, hopefully, I get a call here soon that says she's ready, and I'll go pick her up, and uh, we'll, we'll be able to go from there. But um, she seems to be doing better. Um, you know, mental health is like I talked about on the last one. It's a really misunderstood thing. Even the medical professionals, I don't think have, have the best grasp on it, but if it's unregulated, then it's unregulated. And just like anything that's unregulated, you don't know where it's going to go. So, um, she seems to be doing a lot better now, which is good. Um, but the other thing I talked about on the podcast last week, I think I talked about it was, because of that, I was I was feeling super depressed and I was I was just sad and anxious and all, all these different negative feelings. So I had been eating very unhealthily and um, you know, drinking too much and smoking the wrong way, you know. I'm still smoking, but like I was depressed smoking. So that was not cool. Um and I I gained some weight too. Like I weighed myself. I was fucking one ninety-five. I'm like, God damn it. I normally I try to shoot for like one eighty-five. That's kind of what, what I target. One eighty to one eighty-five, depending on muscle mass and just shit like that. Um so yeah, I went up to one ninety-five. I was like, God damn it. And I'm I'm supposed to film this Friday. I was like, I don't want to look fat for my first, you know, filming taping or something like that. So I was like, okay, fuck it. I am gonna do I'm gonna go hard for the next week plus and what i did was i was like all right no drinking until after the special which i've been able to stick on i've been good on that no alcohol um no fast food uh i've been pretty strict keto since then you know just low carb really it's just you know protein yes carbs no just been focusing on that um i've been doing a hard 30 minutes of cardio every day since last wednesday um so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I did 30 minutes of cardio each day. And I did, I took Monday off. I took yesterday off because even Sunday I woke up and my legs were fucking sore. I was like, oh my God, I should take today off. But Sunday I dragged myself to the gym. And then on Monday I was like, nope, yeah, maybe today is the off day. <laughs> maybe take a day off today. And, you know, I, I'm down to 188. I weighed myself this morning. So I'm three pounds away from where I want to be. Um, and I have... Today's Tuesday. I have Wednesday, Thursday. I have a couple more days to get down to 185 for the for the taping. Um, but in general, I just even if I'm not at 185 on that day, as long as I'm down where around where I am now, maybe a little bit lower, I'll feel good. Just because a couple reasons, man. First of all, when I'm not drinking, I I feel more. I feel sharper. I feel like I have a little bit more clarity um, less depressed and all of that. When I'm working out too, I notice that everything else in my life improves, um, incrementally. So my mood is better when I'm working out. Uh, my comedy is better when I'm working out. Like I, you know, so last night I, like I said, I did Baker's and I did new way and I had good sets at both. And it, it wasn't even just that I had good sets. Like I was able to get some laughs. Um, but I had fun up there too, which was really like on the drive home, I realized, man, I had fun. I just, I, when I was up there at both shows, at both at both shows, I was like, man, I'm having fun up here. And I think that's an important thing to keep in mind is like, no matter what you're doing, if you're doing it, you should be having fun at it, right? Especially if it's something you're passionate about and 
something uh, something you care about and something you put that much time and effort. Like I do a lot of comedy. If I'm not having fun, I need to reevaluate some shit. So, um, yeah, man, I just I've been having fun recently with comedy over the past, you know, week or so, um, which has been good. Because last week, I, w- I will say last week, there were some some mics and some shows that I did where I felt sad and depressed on stage. And I think that definitely came through. And I, it's not like I bombed any of those sets, but I definitely didn't do as well as I could have because this was fucking negative and shit. So um, yeah, the the working out, I think, has had a positive impact on, on a lot of aspects of my life. Um, so yeah, I'm going to get back in the gym today. Uh, I took the off day yesterday. I'm going to go hard again. Uh, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm going to do four more days of cardio core. I did a little bit of upper body on some of the days, but that's not really what I'm concerned about right now. I really just want to make sure that, um, I, I can lose a little bit of the water weight, not look, you know, I don't want to look puffy on stage. I don't want to look, I just, I want to look good. I want to feel good more importantly. And I want to have fun while I'm up there. I want to be sharp, you know, like yesterday, um, both sets I I had, you know, I was hitting my, my stride on the jokes, but also on the little crowd interactions and the riffs here and there, I was hitting it too. So I've, I've noticed that my, my, uh, my improvised bits or whatever you want to call them, crowd work riffs, I don't care what you call them. They're better when I'm, when I'm not drinking and working out consistently with both of those, it just improves my comedy. So um, I'm going to make sure that I'm that I'm sticking to that. The other reason I was doing 30 minutes of cardio every day was I'm going to do a 30 minute set on Friday. So part of it is like, you know, when I'm on the I do the elliptical machine because I don't know, I just like the elliptical. You get in a nice flow in it. It's it's better for your knees than a than a treadmill or whatever. So but this isn't a workout podcast. God damn it. I, I was doing the 30 minutes cardio partially because that's kind of a good um if you can do a hard 30 minute cardio, you're, you're in decent shape, uh, from a cardiovascular standpoint. But also I was like, I'm doing a 30 minute set. So when I'm on this, when I'm on this, uh, elliptical, I'm like, okay, I'm 15 minutes in. Okay. So I would need to do another 15 minutes of stand up. So just from a timing standpoint, I wanted to be like, okay, you know, this is 30 minutes. This is what you need to do on stage next week, Friday. So, uh, I think that's another reason that I, I was sticking to the 30 minutes every day. Um, and that's another reason I'm going to, you know, keep doing it until Friday. So, and I f- always feel weird when I take an off day, like I took yesterday off, um, for a couple of reasons, including just being sore and tired. Um, and I was, I was doing some running around yesterday, so I didn't have the, the time to go to the gym. I could have slipped it in, but, um, like I said, man, it was just a, it was just a little bit of a busy day. Um, but yeah, so to every time I take an off day, I'm like, okay, well, don't let it turn into a second off day. Don't let it turn into a third off day. Cause that's when you start just losing it. You start losing any progress you made. You start losing the momentum. So I, uh, I'm going to get back in the gym today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And then I'm going to film that shit Friday night. Uh, there are still tickets available, um, on Eventbrite. If you go on Eventbrite and look up getting off comedy. So G E T T I N apostrophe, uh, off comedy. If you just Google getting off comedy, it should be like the first link um, for tickets. If you want to come out this Friday, eight o'clock doors at seven at the Paul Robeson theater in Detroit on seven mile road. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I've just been, I've just been excited for that and uh, just been grinding, 
grinding, putting in the work. But yeah, man. So that's the last week has been has been an interesting one because I've I've kind of had some adversity, but I've I've also tried to focus on getting my shit together. Um, you know, working out a couple new bits while at the same time reminding myself that, hey, you're not doing new bits on Friday. You need to do the A material. So yesterday at Baker's, I was like, all right, let me try to write out you know, a 10 minute A material set. So I was trying to work out, okay, here's the first 10 minutes I want to do for the for the taping. Um, and I did those yesterday at Baker's and it went pretty good. Um, I had fun. Like I said, the jokes were hitting. Um, so that was a, that was a good thing, man. So, um, I think for this week, I, I'm trying to figure out like, okay, how do I best prepare for this? Cause the other thing is Wednesday and Thursday, I don't know that I'm going to be able to get out and do mics at the same rate because there's a rehearsal on Wednesday. Then there's a, like a photo shoot type thing, Thursday evenings. Um, and then Friday at three before the, the, you know, the show's at eight at three, we have to do a sound check. So like Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday are going to be busy preparing for this special. So I'm like, okay, I need to make sure that I can get stage time before that to prep. So last night, like I said, I did Baker's tonight. I'm going to do punchline. Um, and, uh, I'm going to try to try to work out another 10 minute segment of that, uh, of what I want to do for Friday. And then, you know, I'm still going to, like I said, I'm still going to try to get out Wednesday, Thursday and, and maybe hit some late mics, but I know that I have some other obligations that may prevent me from doing that. So I just want to make sure that I can try to front load this week a little bit, get some extra mics and get some extra stage time and utilize the stage time too. You know, I was talking to Jeff Horst. He's a, he's a Detroit comic who's out in LA and, uh, he has a 30 minute special on comedy central that he shot, I think last year, about a year and a couple months ago. Um, so he, he sent me, as soon as I announced that he sent me a text congratulating me and stuff. And, uh, you know, we were just kind of talking back and forth about, Hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. How do you, what, what are some ways to kind of go about this? And one of the things he said is just, Hey, get as much stage time as you can really try to work out as much of it as you can beforehand doing longer sets and stuff. So, and that's where like the, doing the 25 minutes last week at Trixie's in front of three fucking people. I found that really valuable because I was like, okay, from an endurance standpoint, right? It's like, just be up there for 25 minutes. And as I've grown in comedy, I've found that it's just like if you're training for a marathon or something or anything that requires you to have endurance, excuse me, over time, you find yourself being able to go further and go longer um, I remember the first time that I had like a like a longer feature set. It was at Big Tommy's Comedy Club, and the guy was like, "Do you know twenty five minutes or whatever?" Um, and I was, it was this was like the late show or whatever, so we didn't have a show after. And he gave me the light late. So then when I got off, I looked at my my phone, and I had been going for thirty minutes. I was like, "Okay, so I can do thirty minutes and and not be like, hey, what else? What else? Looking at my phone, looking at trying to figure it out, or you know, just sucking." It's like, no, I can I can do thirty minutes. Um, but it took time, dude. I, I remember the first time I did 15 minutes, it was at a, uh, it was at like a poetry show in Detroit. This was maybe two, three years ago. I'd have to look at my calendar to try to see when that was. But, um, this is when I was really early in the game and, 
when you do some of those poetry shows, they're not strict about the light, really. So I was just up there talking shit, riffing, doing some jokes, having fun. And then I got off stage, looked at my phone. I was like, 15 minutes. Holy shit, I did 15 minutes. I was like, I was so excited that I had done 15 minutes in one chunk, you know. Um, and, you know, now that's up to 30 minutes. And uh, hopefully soon I can do longer, like 45 minute sets and then eventually an hour, something like that. And then you know, I would like to get to a point where an hour isn't shit. You know, I can go up there for an hour and it's not a problem, but I'm not there yet. So um, that's where it comes down to just trying to always find what's the next thing I can do to elevate, to move to the next level. Because you don't want to be stagnant, right? You don't want to get stuck. You don't want to be complacent. A lot of people get complacent in everything. But I don't want to. I don't want to have that happen. So um, just trying to find new ways to push myself. And that was there was another cool thing yesterday. I got to do um, the Moist Definitely podcast, which you should definitely check after you're done listening to this. Go listen to the Moist Definitely podcast. I think I was episode 108. But we were me and Brian Harrison were just talking about you know finding different ways to push yourself. We talked about a lot of shit, but one of the things that we were talking about was how do you challenge yourself because nobody nobody's going to challenge you in comedy like there might be some people you know if you have a good mentor or you know uh, uh different people in comedy who might try to push you um you, that's fortunate if you have that but by and large nobody's going to like ask you hey man you've been you've been hitting your mics you've been you've been you've been writing new jokes you've been doing any of that shit nope no you don't have a boss in comedy you really don't it's all up to you to try and push yourself and try to try to try to make the most of it. So, um, but it is also good if you can find someone who's like a little bit of a mentor. That's great, man. Like I'm Jay Bell is a comedian who's given me a lot of advice and a lot of opportunities. That's the, that's the thing about a real mentor. They'll give you advice and opportunities. They'll tell you, Hey, here's what I think you could work on X, Y, Z. And then they'll also be like, also go up on stage and do some time, like work on what I just told you. Um, Boogie is another one of those guys. Um, he, he, you know, he hosts the punchline every Tuesday and Thursday. And I think sometimes on Friday too. And he's a guy who, um, I was just talking to him earlier. He really leads by example in terms of how to be a, a comedian and how to be a host, how to get a show going. Um, but he also offstage, you know, he gives you a lot of good advice. And what's really funny is actually, and Jeff Horst, another guy, like I said, I was just talking to him and, uh, he gave me, he gave me some good advice about just how to go about handling uh, dealings with the production company, you know, just be polite, be nice, be very grateful for the opportunity because you never know where this connection could lead you in the future. Um, so just, uh, acting in a professional manner, things like that. And what's crazy is all three of those guys, uh, did the Kevin Hart, heart of the city, uh, episode, the Detroit episode, all three of those guys were on that. Um, so I, I'm super fortunate and, and just happy that those three guys, have been nice to me, have been supportive and given me good advice. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's really important for, you know, if you're a younger comic, do a lot more listening than talking. You know, if you're talking to someone who, you know, is ahead of you in the game, maybe shut up and just listen to what they have to say, because they're definitely going to have some insights that you don't know. Um, and that could help you down the, down the line. So, um, you know, shout out to J bell. Shout out to Boogie. Shout out to Jeff Horace. Those three guys definitely have helped me. And there, you know, a lot of other comics too, but it just right now, those are the ones um, that, that are coming to mind. Um, yeah, we're all, we're, we're almost done with this bitch. Um, 
yeah, if you want to come out, if you can come out this Friday, uh, October 25th, Paul Robeson Theater. I know I've plugged it. I'm trying to plug it as much as possible because I just want people there, man. Fuck it, man. If it were an open mic, I want people there. But this is this is uh, this is more than an open mic. This is um, the culmination of a lot of hard work and uh, some luck being in the right place at the right time, whatever you want to say. I'm really excited for this opportunity. Um, tickets are on Eventbrite. Getting off comedy. Getting off. And that was the funny thing. Like when I when I went over uh, to the to the production studio just to do, you know, just a little not only just meet the producer and all of that and you know, sign the contract and talk about shit. It was also um kind of going through what to expect. And uh oh shit, what's my laptop doing? No. No. What the fuck is this? Fuck you. Fuck you, Windows. Fucking my shit up. Oh, man. What the fuck were we saying, man? I don't know. Just a culmination of a lot of hard work. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I just want you, I just want you to come out to the show, man. Because it's, it's really going to be a good time. Um, and, you know, I saw a couple of the comics who were on the show. I saw, I met J-Boy for the first time last night. He was at Baker's. I saw Tattoo Man Page. I think I had met him once before. but. Um, you know, met him again. So, um, you know, I think th- there's a good lineup. I think the theater is going to be, uh, is going to be set up well. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. When I was, <laughs> when I was meeting with the producer, man, we had to do these little, little videos to, to try and, you know, promotional materials and shit like that. And I was just like, ah, just trying to, trying to somehow be funny in a, in a very short interval, um, just so we can try to promote it. But, you know, I think it's going to be fun. Please come out. Please, please, please. Uh, getting off comedy show, Eventbrite, Paul Robeson Theater, Friday, October 25th in Detroit. Um, otherwise, if you can't make it on Friday night and you don't have anything else going on, do a fucking open mic. Make it happen. All right. Peace.